possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone. Happy holidays. It is day 18 of the Whiskey Advent Calendar. Brant, we have just a week left of this. Man, it is uh, happening fast. I know. And, and you know what? It, it's been a good experience. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, as of today, the calendar is sold out. Oh, you checked. So I hope everyone got a calendar. If you didn't, uh, you definitely missed out on something. A lot of fun, a lot of, uh, a lot of experience in this calendar. We've tasted... Uh, quite a bit of scotch, but that's because the single cask independent bottling uh, is more geared towards Scotland than it is to bourbon. I, even though there is single cask programs, and I never realized, I never realized that because I guess in America you you see the bourbon single cask programs, and you don't you don't see nearly. I mean, when if have you ever seen a Scotch store pick? And, and really, it, because they're not called store picks, but that's essentially what they are, is you buy the barrel, and then that barrel is yours to do with as you please, which is, hey, we like this at, at cast strength. It's actually more of a customized program than the, single, than the store pick. Because the store pick, buff, like, you go into the store, you buy a bottle of store pick Buffalo Trace, it's going to be bottled at their, what, yeah. 45%? Yeah. And you don't really get to choose what happens to it. Here, what they do is they buy that barrel and then they say, okay, you know what? We'd like to finish it in Madeira cast, finish it in Sherry cast. We'd also like to bottle it at 58% because that's what we think it's going to taste best. Yeah. So uh, the only time I've seen this, and I really didn't know of it until after this advent calendar, is uh, when you go to a store like Total Wine. Do you get you have Total Wine down in Louisiana? We don't. Okay. Yeah. So if you go to a store like Total Wine, they uh, they partner with Douglas Lang, with Battle Hill, and a few other independent bottlers, and I've never noticed it, but they have these independent bottlings of, you know, Glen Goyne 6 or Kalila 8. In fact, I saw actually a bottle very similar to, similar to the one we drank, Kalila 8, cask strength at $45. That's crazy. And that's yeah. a steal for, for some of these. While they may look young, they're very tasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I still keep going back to that Cali Eight year. That was pretty pretty awesome. It was really so, good. Yeah. Again, that changed my opinion on I thought your I felt that Scotch had to be over twelve years old to be really good. And yeah. I've always I've always felt like the twelve year is the breaking like the, the the start date of which Scotch can be really good because, you know, by that time it's gotta have matured and only because we're used to drinking scotch at like 43 to 46% at most, that gets a nice flavor. Yeah. And so it's nice to have a cast strength at eight-year-old, and it makes a, it makes for a great tasty scotch. Yep. Hey, so, so we got a vertical tonight, so we might as well start because it's going to yep. take about five minutes to get into this. It so. is. It is, as we break open the seal on this one. Um, excited to see what we got here. You know what? The, the more things you tear off it actually gets easier to get into not mine <laughs> trying to go in okay two fingers or all, all right. right this is this is interesting so i know a little bit about uh about this not this bottle but this company 
So this is Kiloman, hmm. uh, six-year-old wine-finished cast number 405, and it was bottled in 2018. So this is a 2012 dis- uh, distillery. Kiloman is actually the first distillery from the Isle uh, from Isla built in 124 years. So uh, up until 2005, no distillery had been built on the island in in 125 years. And this is the first to the newest distillery on the island um, that uh, that has been putting out some some interesting stuff, young stuff. So their their normal range is like three, five, eight, uh, I think maybe a ten and eleven. So nothing too old for them because they've only been around for you know thirteen years at this point or fourteen years at this point. Hmm. But this one is a wine finished one. Let me see. And it wasn't tell you what wine finish. Which I'm wondering if uh, we this dig is into a the red internet. wine. It's a red wine cask finished whiskey being before being bottled at cask strength at 56.9 percent. So uh, another cask strength scotch, which I'm really, really starting to love. Hmm. Yeah, so red wine, um, which you can kind of tell by the color. I'm going to grab a glass and start pouring here. Yeah, so it was distilled on July 5th, 2012, oh. uh, bottled in 2018, so it's six years old. Uh, it is a uh, it is a red wine cask, so six years in, um, or, you know, five and a half, six years in the, uh, the ex-bourbon barrels, the standard American oak used bourbon barrel, and then going into a finishing period of that red wine cask before being bottled at cast strength. And this smells amazing. Oh, wow. Like. That definitely has, I mean, just the essence of red wine kind of right yeah, off. Yeah, like off a jammy the, color the or jammy note to it. This is, okay, so on the nose, uh, I get like biscuits and jam. So I do want to point out that this definitely is another one that you can smell the peat, but it's, oh, yeah. it's more of a flavor than just a pungent uh smoke yeah no it's like a it's like a nice nice balance of peat on this one not overly peaty not uh not in your face not iodine it's more of like a nice easy smoke now they grow all of their own barley um on site they they just bought out a farm uh that was next to their distillery that they were using for a while they finally bought it out so they're going to be expanding um, they grow their, all their own barley, and then they release separate bottlings depending on uh, you know what kind of grain they get, what kind of yield they get. It's definitely but a kind are, of like a um, biscuity, but like it's almost kind of like toaster toaster strudel. Like it tastes like a cream. Yes. Like the creamy frosting. Yeah. Creamy, uh, icing stuff. Or, yeah. Yeah, icing, but not sugary icing. More no. like. Because it's not overly sugary. This is really good. But like, also like a a pastry, not not like a buttery biscuit, more like a pastry biscuit. All right. Is a biscuit technically so there, a, I mean, a biscuit? Is technically a, a pastry? Like, yeah, it is. It's it's a pastry, but it's not like a buttery biscuit. Not <laughs> it's, like. It doesn't seem like like a white bread. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely there's definitely a, diff, a distinct difference between a biscuit. And I know what you're saying. You're saying a biscuit and a pastry, even though it's kind of yeah. in the same category. It, but it's more like a, a coffee. Um, what you would receive from a coffee house versus what you would receive from Popeyes. Yes. Yes. It's a more of a coffee house. Uh, what, what do they call those? Scone. Scones. Yeah. There you or go. Or just coffee. I mean, yeah, no, it's not. But you see, it's not like a coffee cake. Coffee cake's a whole no. different animal. No, it's it, you're right. It's like a scone. Or a croissant. Yeah, a little bit there, a little bit buttery. There's some like dried tobacco leaf too, like dried um, pipe tobacco. All right, I'm gonna get in this one. Mmm. Mmm. It's got some heat. It does have heat. Very buttery. The raspberry like jams, fruity jams from the red, uh, clearly from the red wine finish. Pop through in the in the palate. Some nice like spiced fragrance that comes off that palate too. There's a yeah. There's just a. Really awesome. I don't know. If I keep. I'm going back to the nose because it's still digging stuff out of there. The the um, not digging stuff out of my nose. Digging stuff out of the mm -hmm. the nose of the scotch. Man, that's uh okay. Yeah. Love the nose on this one. The palate is really really good. It's got again those same like. Uh, the scones, the biscuity flavors to it. You can definitely taste the barley on this one. It, it, the malt is nice and right up front on the palate. Uh, those same red berries. Uh, raspberry, a little bit of strawberry in there. And then some like spices on the palate. I can't think of, I can't tell what that spice is, but it's like a, it, it's like, um, like an earthy spice, like a, a very woodsy note. It is definitely full of heat. I mean, it's definitely got some. Yes. I mean, it's got some peppery, you know, peppery kind of notes to it. But. On the finish, barley is. I mean, like your mouth tastes like malted barley when you're done with it it is it is it very barley that. the smoke the smoke kind of stays with you doesn't it's not it's light but it lingers So I'm still, I'm still trying to pick out. So it has this initial kind of flavor, right? When you put it in your, see, to me the wine influence. The wine finishes. The wine influence yeah. right when you put it on your on the front of your your tongue, you can kind of get that that finish from it. Um, I will say that it's not over, like overly peated or over overly powerful peat, even mm -hmm. even on the palate.
See, and I think the, 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 the one thing I really like about this is the nose matches the palette, matches the finish. Like, everything well really together. ties together. There is definitely a lot of heat on the finish, some uh, cinnamon, um, and then that not overly peppery smoke, but a nice, nice peppery smoke to it. So see, I was kind—I kind of almost get cinnamon. I mean, I can get cinnamon and kind of seed saltiness all the way from the beginning to the to mm -hmm. the end. It's a nice oily finish too. It's like a good coated coated mouthfeel. So let's let me grab my water bottle. Yeah, I'm gonna put a little bit of water. I got I got half a dram left here. Water it down to somewhere in the fifty percent range, which is still high for scotch. With water, the nose doesn't change too much. The the peat comes out a little bit less. That kind of takes away the peat. It softens it up a little bit on the palate. God damn, it's still got a burn though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need no more. Still has that cinnamony flavor. Um, the barley is still right there. The smoke actually, on the finish, the smoke now coats your mouth a little bit more. It's definitely, oh, there's like a, on the back end, very back end of you, as you kind of like, again, talk the whiskey through and kind of get some air into your mouth. There's like a, a, a nutty flavor, like a waxy walnut. That I I don't know why it, it's the, more prevalent in scotch than bourbon. The finish definitely gets more waxy and oily with yeah. water. Ooh, and it, it just hangs around. Oh yeah, it does. This is a really good whiskey. Fifty-six point nine percent. Price point on this one is going to be about $130, $140. Oof. For a six-year, huh? Yeah. It's, uh, again, they're they're pretty new. They don't do a lot of uh, product. I think their average annual output is only like 221,000 liters a year, which is not a lot. They only have two two stills, two wash, two spirit. Hmm. Um... It's really good. I, I thoroughly enjoy this one. It, it is a high price point for for this bottle, but again, a, a cast strength whiskey at uh, 56.9%, it's 57%. Uh, it's not something you see every day. And I really enjoy this flavor from, from start to finish. It, it, it's a good... It's a good story that flows together. You know, you, there's a lot of whiskeys that we've had over this calendar that the nose is good, the palate is okay, the finish is better, or they just don't match. The nose doesn't match, the palate doesn't match the finish. And it's nice when they all three kind of flow together. Yeah, this one is definitely well put together, like you said, from beginning to end. Um, I would say, man, one of, one of the most um, start-to-finish consistency-wise that I've had in a long time like everything I could smell I can taste and it just kind of lingers to the finish it's it's beautiful alright I have a number in mind for me and I think with this one 
I'm going to go with a 90 because I really enjoyed the flavors of this one. It's It's got a good malted barley with a good light smoke to it, a good peated smoke, but not, you know, Ardbeg in your face. The The palate matches that nose, and the, and the finish matches that palate, and... Honestly, it's it's a start to finish whiskey that you're not gonna hate. You're really gonna enjoy it. Scott, I think you you absolutely nailed it, and I'm right there. I'm right there with you with a 90 because I, I kind of feel like 90 is like that winning score. It's a gold. It's a gold medal, and it's just you know from that point, it's if you get a 90, you're a great whiskey. It's just how far above and beyond you go to kind of get, get points that uh, go beyond that. But for me, I agree. Start to finish, super consistent. Everything about the product looked awesome. I like the story. Good story. Good packaging from what I can see on the the website. So I like it. It's a 90. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's honestly one that I've passed over in the store, Kill Omen, uh, that I, I'd never give a chance. And honestly now, because again, their, their whiskeys are young. They're three years old. They're five years old. They're eight years old. And I've passed on them because I just don't see myself enjoying it. But honestly, I'll... I'll go give uh, Kiloman a shot. Hmm. So yeah, all, all right. right. Well, Brant, I think this was a good one. This Very was. solid. I mean, pretty pretty solid, uh, pretty solid start to the downhill slide. One week, one week left from our yep. um, twenty-four days of Christmas, and I enjoyed it. I like everything red wine finish too, so it was uh, pretty enjoyable for me. I will say though, if it has one negative, it is definitely hot, and it's crazy because yes. it does not over ethanol, but man, on the tongue, it lets you know it's uh, it's foolproof. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that cinnamon finish, that spicy finish, definitely yeah. lets you know so, that it, it's it's still fifty seven. So much so that I would say it has to be either on. With a splash of water, and you could probably go pretty heavy on the splash of water, or, you know, or on the rocks. But this would be I mean, this would be a scotch I would taste neat, but I, I wouldn't enjoy drinking this for enjoyment. Neat. I agree. I think this one, after after having this, if I get it again, uh, I will go with uh, te- a teaspoon of water right off the start. If I'm going to pour a two ounce pour, I'm going to put in a teaspoon of water, like a, a small, maybe like quarter ounce of water. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Brant, it's been uh, it's been a fun day, but uh, it's time to head out of the speakeasy. So, if you came here to learn, drink what you learn. If you came here to share, share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger, may you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure, drink up. Drink up. Cheers, everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs>